Costume Station Zero. We are here at a Gallifrey One 2018, and I'm with a roundtable of guests, Mr. Josh Poole. Yeah, Joshua Poole here, played uh, the Master and War Doctor in our Idiot's Lantern stage show here at Gallifrey One, Friday night. Brian Liga. Hello, I am on costume number eight of 12 planned this weekend because I'm a crazy person. Kevin Kittredge. Hey, it's me, Kev. How you doing? <laughs> uh, Sal... Gilbert, Bert, I'm always mess up your name. Gilbert, sorry, it's all right. It took me a while to get it too. Was there any? <laughs> yeah, a couple of years. You I would imagine. You don't make fun of people for mispronouncing words because they only learned it by reading. <laughs> um, and, uh, all right. Yes, I, I only have two costumes this weekend because that's all I could fit into my luggage. That would do that. Um, and his significant other, Kat? Kath Daigle. Um, I did Barbara yesterday, but I was a little bummed because the collar was the wrong color. My hair is too long, so I couldn't do a bouffant, but other than that, it was cool. I saw a photo. You looked lovely. (laughs) Did anyone call you on it is the question. No, because I don't think they knew I was Barbara, so they just thought I was kind of a weirdo wearing a... There are a lot of Verity Lamberts, too, and sometimes they wore little little name tags that say, you know why? Because she's awesome. (laughs) Okay. I mean, you've seen an adventure in space and time. Right, but that was a couple years ago. I'm surprised. You know, it's... This year, you've got, a, you've got a lady doctor, you've got, uh, and it's sort of, uh, I've seen a lot of a sort of a celebration of all of the sort of strong women. There's a lot of strong women characters. I mean, Sophie Aldred's here, but there's a lot of great aces, a lot of ace variants, a lot of, uh, a lot of ladies of Karn with like David Bowie makeup. It's just, uh, mm-hmm. it's, it's the way I like it. It's a lot of strong women. I think Jodie Did we Whittaker, say hi to Kath yet, by the way? No, yeah, we yeah. did. Oh, did we? Oh, yeah, I'm sorry. I think Jodie Whittaker taking over as the doctor is, is <coughs> is probably one push for a lot of people, you know, uh, this, you know, a lot of women deciding uh, that they'll do Verity, who was the, you know, the woman, uh, I just watched Adventure in Space and Time again, and, you know, the woman who broke barriers at the BBC is, you know, first producer, I believe, and, uh, you know, the mother of Doctor Who, if you will. And, uh, yeah, that, that'd be another reason. Another, also, I think, some pushback against the patriarchy, if you will. Uh, yeah, yeah. Over the past co- year or two, we've gotten, gotten a lot more of that in the limelight, uh, cleaning out of Hollywood, you know, hashtag me too and all that. So uh, the woman who is responsible for Doctor Who, that I view that as a valid cosplay. Oh, yeah. I don't think I, I'm just surprised that they're all popping up all of a sudden. Indeed. I mean, it might might be not more than normal. I just, uh, you know, my sort of extended friends. I got a picture with one. Quite a few. 
And right. I love it. I mean, it's, it's a fun 60s sort of bouffant, and, and you just see somebody walking around with a lot of confidence, and that's Verity Lambert. I, just my hypothesis. <laughs> so it's day two of Gallifrey 1. Tomorrow is the last day. Um, but uh, And actually, weirdly enough, the Masquerade of Andregor is going on as we record this uh, for a costume podcast. Uh, so let's start with favorite uh, costumes you've seen but did not wear. Beyond Verity Lambert, which we've just been talking about. <laughs> you know, I just passed in the lobby. I was showing off this this foolish little thing that I'd made. That's the that's the a uh, floodlight for light from Ghostlight, and I got completely shown up because somebody came out with complete special effects makeup from the waters of Mars with the cracked face. Mm. Oh, that was meta. That right? was, was it meta? Uh, I don't think it was meta. I think it was she, somebody else. Because she was because she was doing it. Yeah, yeah, it was pretty. It, it was pretty good. It might have been meta, and it might have been that I just didn't. I didn't clock her. I mean, makeup is is an amazing thing. A lot of people did not recognize me last night because I I uh, did a cosplay with eyebrows. <laughs> what do you mean, like an Andrew? You you didn't. You did not recognize no, me. Not did at you? first. Not at first. I didn't. No. You don't have eyebrows, and suddenly you got a pair. Of those yeah. Throw people off. It was super fun. I think I don't think my wife's actually. I, I sent her a text and I said, "No, oh, there's this there's this strange person at Gallifrey One who looks almost entirely like me." And she she texts back, "Eh, not really that close." <laughs> and I don't know whether she's trolling me exceptionally well or whether she just doesn't get it. <laughs> okay, um, for me, uh, yeah, when I when I notice costumes, I just notice things that tend to stand out more. I mean, I saw a little kid going around like one of those uh, Silence in the Library skeletons in the astronaut things. I mean, it, it just looks like oh, the, Bastion Arado, yeah. yeah, the the, a, the astronaut helmet with the skull in it. I, that's a pretty good costume on a kid. I thought and, uh, there are a lot of those this year. Oh yeah, um, so one see. with a, a, a motorcycle helmet. Uh, over the, the skull and it was all lit up. It was really effective. Cool. Uh, a friend of ours, uh, Andrew uh, Andrew Elkins. Yep. Yeah, he. Uh, sorry, Andrew. I, I always forget your last name. Ah. Uh, but uh, yeah, I saw him. Uh, you know, of course, he's doing all his various cosplays. He was uh, four earlier today. But uh, you know, at, at one point, I encountered him as like this little group uh, doing Disney variations of Doctor Who things, and he was. Four is a mad hatter, you know, the, <laughs> yeah. the short breeches, uh, mismatched socks, the, the hat with the, the card in it, and the scarf is a mad hatter tie. It was, it was weird. It, it kind of fit. <laughs> That's cool. Kev? I feel like I've seen these before, but I saw an 11th Doctor wearing a pink dress that was clearly 11 and 11 from Stranger Things. <laughs> Oh, that's my roommate. Is it? <laughs> yeah, that's, not, uh, here, that's uh, Mark Summers. Pretty funny. Made me laugh. Yeah, his his that hint for that is he 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 just looks at you with with sort of um, with with intensity in his eyes. Yeah. He holds also, up the garment bag and he says, "Here's the hint. Make a wish." And I'm like, I I don't get it. I'm sorry. He says, "Eleven, eleven. Well, I think part of the hint is him wearing a pink dress as well. Oh yeah. He's got good games. Sal, mine would be, well, it was going to be Andrews, but then I saw like this little kid as a Hartnell Cyberman that was both adorable and creepy. And I do have a picture of it if I... Oh, I'll yes. If you want yeah, to they were, they were setting yeah, that costume no, no, up no, outside my room. Yeah. And, and 
And I had yeah. to stop and tell the mother who was, who was frantically trying to like hot glue all the tubes on that it was a brilliant costume yeah. and that I had to leave because I had to go moderate a panel with a whole bunch of industry professionals on building props. But yours is pretty damn good. Yeah. Hot glue, nice. though. I thought it was. I thought those things were held together by cellophane tape or something. <laughs> well, that's the other thing I told her. Is I said I've got a I've got a thing of packing tape in there because she was having a lot of trouble with the helmet. I'm like, it's completely screen accurate. You can wrap it in packing tape. <laughs> I was just wondering. I, I saw that that costume too, and I was a little surprised though because the, the kid was wearing gloves, and I'm like, but I mean, in the original, you know, the original Tenth Planet, that they were all barehanded. Yeah. Yeah, but but they had, they had actually done a version of the. Um, the uh, world enough in time, um, world enough in time, and gloves. Yeah, the so. world enough in yeah. time, uh, Capaldi ending. Um, yeah, the the chest plate was completely different. It was like the the modern version. Ah, uh, yeah. Uh, we um, were just joined by someone. Yes, Lauren. Please introduce yourself. Hi, uh, Lauren Bancroft, uh, casual writer and actor. There you go. She we, was the Missy to my master at our show. Correct. <laughs> we were just talking about uh, favorite costumes that you have seen but not worn at the con. Oh, man. <laughs> you can think about it while Kathy answers Thank next. Thank you. Well, I was going to say Athena is the 13th Doctor, but now I'm loving Lauren's Bill. Oh, she just thanks. In. So yeah. I would have to say Lauren's Bill. Oh, my goodness. Love it. There you go. Right. And if this podcast were visual, we'd have it. Yeah. It was instantly made worth it, ditching whatever she was at right now, to come down and hear that. <laughs> yeah. I've seen a lot of Bills this year. Yeah. yeah. Like, my friend uh, Lisa McGrath has done Bill, and I've, I've seen some punk Bills. Mm-hmm. It's just... I like, I like Bill. She's a strong character. I like, I like seeing Speaking of punks, uh, Pam Buck... And I think a couple other people did. Uh, and Mark Summers, Eleven Eleven, and Erica Ochoa, they all they all did punk. Yeah, yeah punk, punk, punk twelve, punk yeah. based off of uh, some what, great fan art, right? Yeah, is that I what it was? Saw Garth that. was punk seven last night. That was pretty good. Hmm. Yeah, yeah uh, Pam specifically was based off of like a like a rebel <clears throat> time lord punk fan art. Yeah. So she had like like a. Uh, Gallifreyan neck tattoo. Yeah, yeah, she, like, Gallifreyan writing. down the side of her hair. Yeah. yeah. Very, very cool. Um, you guys picked a lot of my favorites. I, uh, But I've seen some of the interesting ones. Um, there was a really good silence I saw earlier today. Yeah. And, uh, that uh, memory monster from... Uh, that's the episode I can't remember. Oh, from Time Heist. Yes, I saw <laughs> oh, it. Oh, yeah. Because they, yeah. they had the banker. Yeah, the banker yes. with the amazing horn yes. glasses. Yeah. Yeah, following her around. Yeah, yeah. Um, I saw them getting ready. I think they're husband and wife. It was a, it was a good time. It was, uh, and I think I saw a was it was it supposed to be the tree of Cheem or was he a Groot? I wasn't sure which he was. Oh, supposed I think to be. it was so cool. You think it was just a giant Groot? I think he was Groot. It was a Groot something. It was a Groot. All right, I guess he was a Groot. Groot with a baby Groot. That's that was also pretty <gasps> impressive. Well, that's the thing. Yeah. Yeah, he's holding it. In his little... Yeah, there are Galaxy yeah. Quest groups yeah. going through oh, and, and I, making yeah. and making exclamation marks. I haven't and... seen the Galaxy Quest group. Yeah, not, I, 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 you know, doing, doing <laughs> Holy cats! The <laughs> there, there was a there was a girl just in the uh, the Orville crew uniform oh, too. That's fun. Uh, yeah. Very random, but I was like, oh wow, Orville. A lot of uh, Disney mashups today too. That's true. Adam Ferry had a big group. Yeah, I was just mentioning that. Was it a group? Because I know he he did a Seventh Doctor. Yeah, he was Moana. Oh, yeah. Moana. Yeah, he was like 45 minutes late to our panel he, and showed yeah, up he was with a Moana. Chest. It was good. Yeah. He was Maui. <laughs> yeah. Maui 7 mashup. Yeah. Okay, yeah, The Rock. He was The uh, Rock. Andrew <laughs> was uh, fourth Doctor Matt Hatter. That's right, of course. Yeah, I mentioned yeah. that. <clears throat> yeah. Um, I think uh, Lynn Martins is uh, Kylo River. 
Oh, oh tonight, yes. Tonight, yeah, I saw her. Yeah. Oh, well, that's that's like um, I don't know her actual name, but Lady of Time cosplay is doing a ray that's like Jedi robes made out of the fourth Doctor yes. scarf, but it's the full on ray with the staff and the and the mm-hmm. and the hairdo and everything, but with just like little Tom Baker flares. Yeah. It's amazing. That reminds me. I just remembered uh, earlier today. I saw somebody doing. A Delgado master, but not in the Nehru jacket. No, it was the the navy outfit. Oh, that's that's Riff. That yes, time. Riff Miller. Yeah, he, absolutely oh, is. Yeah. The, he's 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 insane like me. He's doing every single Delgado master this weekend. Earlier, uh, it was either today, earlier earlier this morning, I think, or last night. He was going around with a briefcase full of plastic daffodils (laughs) and giving them out in the Terror of the Autons outfit. So at some point, either today or tomorrow, he was going to be, uh, he's going to be Delgado Master, either in a priest outfit and or in that one, you know, those robes at the end of the daemons. Oh, pretty good. That would be awesome. I I look forward to that. Riff is amazing casting for Delgado Master. He is. I mean, I, I try my best, but I've, I've gained so some weight. So is Josh Poole. Josh Poole is also great. Delgado fans. Josh Poole is a phenomenal Delgado yeah. master. Indeed. Thank you. Uh, I saw a uh, Delgado master, and his wife was Missy, and their little year-old baby was John Sim. Like, of course. Oh, cute. Hoodie <laughs> master, right? Too perfect. What? I saw. Is he hoodie? Oh, Did yeah, absolutely. The, the, the red, the red yeah. undershirt and the hoodie. This is too perfect. Get out of here. I have to also mention Andrew Elkins' uh, little little baby is in a, mm. a giant jelly baby. <laughs> yeah. Jelly baby. yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that's, that's pretty amazing. Yeah. Nice, very cute. Oh. Uh, so, uh, so what costumes have you guys actually brought that you're showing off this weekend? Well, I'm debuting my first Doctor this nice. weekend. Yes. Nice. David Bradley here, I wanted the picture. Did you do of the that already? Together. No. Oh, well, I, I, well, no, I wore it yesterday, but mm. I'm going to wear okay, it again I think I, oh, cool. I, I saw it, didn't I? I, I think did I, I pop by? Yeah. You had a, um, I believe you had a gorgeous vest. It was all it was all woven and had the correct colors and everything. It looked really um, good. Colors are close, but like the kind of pattern is a little bit off, but okay. it's pretty close. Mm-hmm. I can't, I've had that like less than a week, that close to the wire. <laughs> but, <laughs> as I'm sure you guys can relate to. Uh, I debuted my Missy yesterday. Yeah, it was my first commission. Thank you. So, I, so uh, that worked out. In it the did. Oh my goodness. Yeah, it was. I was delivered at nine thirty at dress re- uh, like well not dress rehearsal but at rehearsal for Idiot's Lantern on Thursday night. Uh, it was dropped off. Finally done. Mm-hmm. Very uh, nerve wracking. I imagine. But, but yeah, I mean, I should have set an earlier deadline than Galley, so that was <laughs> on me. But. But yeah, I'm. Uh, I think it really worked out. I'm really happy with it. So, yeah. If you want a list of the costumes I had, I actually just have oh, to look at. Oh, good. We have a spreadsheet. You brought out a spreadsheet. It's printed out. Guys. Well, because otherwise, I mean, I'm doing 11 costume changes. I'm on three panels, oh and I've got seven autographs I wanted to get. There's no way else I could I could keep it all straight. So wow. Thursday it was John Nathan Turner um, uh, when I was loading in with the TARDIS toolkit and, uh, and Sylvester McCoy's hat. And then uh, Thursday night I was the professor from the BVV audio, the unlicensed audio series. Uh, Friday morning I was uh, the Curse of Fenric with the duffel coat and the flask. Um, Friday afternoon I was... Um, the DVD illustrations from the survival DVD of the, the sort of season 27 look with the red vest mm-hmm. and the Dimensions and Time scarf. Uh, Friday night, I'm I... I'm sorry, I'm sorry. We need to pause for commercial. <laughs> <laughs> 
please continue with your list of your cosplays. <laughs> Friday night, I was Death Comes to Time, the Wee Sullivan animation, which is an old man. Uh, so I, I had uh, Missy Valerie Bierend and her, her friend Sammy uh, at, at eyebrows, which meant that nobody recognized me, which was really fun. Um, and old age makeup. And then today I've been Sky Pirates, The New Adventures, uh, Dark Eyes 8 in the Afternoon, which is the, uh, the big finish look. And right now I am Ghost Light, the season 26 black coat, seventh Doctor Star. Um, and then there's uh, yeah. four more. Very impressive. And I thought I went to the nth degree doing five different doctors in England in 2010. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Although just the Tetris of getting that to England, by the way, was its own yeah, challenge. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I bow to your extraness. <laughs> That's probably pretty pretty level. Uh, uh, anyone else want to chime in? Uh, you know me, man. I, I, I do the show. I'm the master, of course. But uh, beyond that, I, I am not a, I am not the cosplaying type. I admit it. Uh, so I've been walking around as myself this whole weekend. Okay. <laughs> That's acceptable. I brought my two 12th Doctor variants. <laughs> Yours? Wait a second. No! <laughs> I wore Bob's costume there like I go. always do. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. Uh, I have uh, I put all the effort into the show this year, so basically no Davros, no mummies, no monsters. I just, I'm just i just Tom Bakering it this whole weekend. Variant, variants of Tom. Did you see that there was a Davros? I did. It's the guy from Phoenix. I actually, we, we chatted uh, over in Phoenix, so yes. Uh, good guy. He can take the Davros this year. That's great. Yeah. I had a lot of fun trolling him right before the uh, the prop panel because uh, my friend Sid, Aaron, Sid uh, Nicholson, uh, Nickel, Nicholson, um, Oh, I've had too much to drink. Okay. Um, uh, my friend Sid uh, gave me the microphone at, for 20 minutes before my panel, and uh, it was just a lot of fun going up to... He would, he would move the da Dalek up to Davros and say, Daddy, Daddy, hello, Daddy. Glad you're here. I'm behind on my student loans. <laughs> you know, all that other nonsense. That's good. That is good. Um, so also at the con, we have some, uh, some interesting celebs. Uh, any interesting celebrity moments you either heard at a panel or encountered? Um, no, I, I admit I, I've been a little slow on panels. Uh, this this con, I've been I'm still recovering from last night, honestly. I hear you. Yeah, but yeah, we'll uh, get to that. But you know, it's uh, yeah, I haven't heard anything too too odd today. I mean. Well, there were a bunch of people trolling Moffat, which was kind of irritating. It is. The, here's the thing: is the I disagree a lot with a lot of the stuff that he did, but you know what? He's here for and, and he us. did a lot of really cool stuff. So I mean, you look at the good, you not know the what? bad. I'm not even gonna. I'm not even gonna talk about his good. I'm gonna. I'm gonna say that he did a lot of stuff that I disagree with, and he still shouldn't be shit on. Yeah. Not, so directly. Not only is he here doing yeah. the panels and the interviews, but he's also hanging out at the bar. Yeah, yeah. he's yeah. like ta he's talking yeah. to fans. He's taking pictures with fans. Mm -hmm. He's yeah. he is here for we, the fans. We just did a reception with him. So great. How'd that yeah. go? Yeah, well, pretty well actually. Yeah. yeah, I imagine that was a lot more civil than the panel I heard that he did on Friday. Oh, yeah. I mean, there was three different. Yeah, was I heard there were three different women just shouting at him about how how dare he rewrite River, this character that he created. Yeah, oh. it's just like, yeah. I didn't hear that. Wow. I heard uh, I was at the the interview with him mm -hmm. uh, yesterday, and somebody, uh, a female fan, uh, came up and basically 
not a, not a, I don't want to say accosted. That sounds far too aggressive. But she questioned how he rewrote the first Doctor. Mm-hmm. Um, were you yeah. any of you guys? Yeah, there? I yeah. heard. Yeah, that. he's like she's like uh, he wasn't a sexist grandfatherly figure. Wasn't and he's like yes, yes he was. It was the. Well, I, I just watched through the entire the show, series, show was made. and every single thing that was in there was actually in the 60s stories. He just compressed it into 10 minutes instead right. of, you know, it took me three months to get through Yeah, she was like, where'd you get these lines? And he's like, they were lines that were in First Doctor episodes. It was really interesting. Uh, and he, I think he handled it very well, overall. Hmm. Um. What about you? What about you, Brian? Weren't you about to launch into something? Yeah. Well, I didn't want to, you know, monopolize the conversation, but I did get to meet the people who inspired me uh, 20 years ago to become an engineer, mm. and showed them all of the silly nonsense that I made, and they all loved it. Like, uh, if you pass by Sophie Aldred's table, she's got one of my little Nitro Nine cans. I took all the alcohol out. Mm-hmm. And um, and she just absolutely loves it. We were talking about how to get through customs and things like that. Now, um, when you say the people who are you talking about, Sylvester? Yeah. So no, it's Sophie. So Sophie Aldred and Mike Tucker um, m- made this book for Virgin called Ace. It was the end of an era. So in 1996, after I'd seen the TV movie. Um, I really want, I love Doctor Who, I, I was, and I had just come off of this, this huge 30th anniversary thing on Star Trek where you could go into any Target, you go into any Walmart, you could get phasers, you could get tricorders, you could get all these amazing toys. And I saw this Doctor Who series, I'm like, this is great, I really want, I want to I immerse myself into the Doctor Who universe. It's got this amazing console, which another dream was realized by getting to work on that with Bob and Paul Selmoff. And I want to, I want to be part of the Doctor Who universe. And there's nothing. There's nothing. So I had to become an engineer and build it all myself. And the thing that inspired me to do that was this book. This book that they wrote called Ace, The End of an Era. And so I got to talk to them and show, and show them some of the little gadgets I'd made in the last couple weeks. And tell them how much their book meant to me. And, and I got a, a copy signed. And it was just absolutely glorious. Like I, uh, I made this little pistol... Uh, Geiger counter from Ghostlight, and I uh, got to show it to Mike Tucker, who made the original. And he said it was, it was, it was a little bit uh, brighter and more interesting than the original. And it was, it was amazingly close. He was wondering how I got photos to actually get it that close, and uh, signed some photos to me. And um, and he's got an open invitation to uh, to partake of the uh, needlessly accurate 1980s TARDIS toolkit that I've made into a full bar in the in the <laughs> evenings. And it's just it was it was really really lovely to meet uh, so many people that I admired and show them my work and have them appreciate it so much. It was a, it was a really really kind and really wonderful validation. Um, I also want to point out that uh, I think my favorite prop that you brought this weekend and you didn't um, totally uh, specifically name check is the flask uh, from Curse of Fenric. Yes. Yeah. Well, I, I needed I needed because it's a Gallifrey prop. So mm-hmm. I had I've, I have had the TARDIS toolkit for a while, and instead of putting a shelf drawer in it with a whole bunch of pen lights like they did in Modern Undead and Earthshock, I decided so for Gallifrey I need to fill it with uh, needlessly screen accurate props that I can fill with alcohol. So, um, Curse of Fenric is my favorite story, and I will fight any of you uh, to to prove that it is the greatest Doctor Who story ever told. It is ninety minutes of brilliance. Here we go. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I but 
But uh, so I came up with the idea of, okay, I, I'm going to make some Nitro 9 flasks and I'm going to put all these different cocktails in it and I'm going to fill one with water for people who've had too much because about 3 a.m. All, uh, all the water coolers run dry at Gallifrey. And, and I said, you know, I love Curse of Fenric. Somebody's got to make a, a flask that looks like that sort of double gourd shape that they had in Curse of Fenric. And I found one and it was for whiskey. So it was already sort of in the wheelhouse. And uh, a friend of mine that I hired at my office named Gene Mamanjan, he uh, builds competitive Gundam model kits. So he's amazing at doing faux finishes and, and all of these, these sort of amazing paint effects. So I said, hey, I want to make this look like old pottery. So he and his wife came over uh, two weeks ago and we coated this thing that I had 3D printed and added a couple details with this mixture of fiberglass resin and Bondo that he and his wife were, were um, spreading on like plaster, like a, like a cake mix or something like that. And we made this thing that looks dead on to the original. It looks, it looks like ancient pottery. And then he spent hours um, at work on the clock. I hope my CEO isn't listening to this. Um, <laughs> but he spent hours just, you know, just kind of washing it with different, uh, different paints and it looks gorgeous. And, um, and then, and then I get to take the tap, the, the, the cap off and there's like a gallon of margaritas in there. So it's, it's, <laughs> it's uh, it was a lot of fun. Nice. <laughs> Should we say who joined Yes. Us? Uh, we are just joined by three new people. Uh, please introduce yourself. Erica Ochoa. Chad Evitt. You bastard. <laughs> Sorry, language. Let's try this again. <clears throat> Hi, I'm Chad Hatter, uh, uh, currently dressed as the Sixth Doctor and loving every minute of it. Brandon Hillock. And I'm dressed as Ted. <laughs> These two are partners in crime this weekend. <laughs> gotcha. uh, yes, and uh, Chad is holding uh, one of the brand new Sonic uh, lances that uh, Malachi Pregnancy Keller. Test. Yeah, Malachi was finishing those in my room this morning. I want one of the new ones. It is not a pregnancy test. Thank you, Brandon. This current model still has the the dual the dual settings, but it also, and this is the raddest thing about it, it is a USB port charge now. What? Yes, so you can plug it in to charge it rather than switching it out with unnecessary batteries. Mine does that. Oh. Yeah, well, yours is uh, stupid. And so, um, <laughs> yeah, I'm obsessed with this damn thing. I've been, I've been, I've been, uh, I've been uh, mindlessly stroking it all evening. Well, <laughs> that's a topical joke to idiot slander. So I'm gonna put that there. So I can admire it. Uh, really fast, you three. Uh, we were talking about any uh, favorite costumes you have brought and have seen that you did not wear uh, the con. Uh, Wait, okay. Was that a two-part question? Yeah, what okay. we brought and then what we've seen. There you go. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Just making sure. Yep. Okay. We were right. talking about uh, your, your punk group. Oh, yeah. With Mark. and the, Yeah, that was really fun, doing punk Doctor Who. And then uh, today there was a Missy and a Clara doing their own punk thing. Uh, yeah, that was actually my a month ago. Well, <laughs> a month ago I thought it was really fun because it was based off the... Uh, the Twelfth Doctor in the Titan comics, doing like the alternate version of the Twelfth Doctor, uh, uh, and I just thought it was a cool idea. And then I also, because of the inspired kind of cruise Hawaiian theme this year, I did a Tiki River song, and that was a big hit on Thursday night. So that was really really fun. So yeah, you had a lot of fun partaking from the Tardis Toolkit bar to, to refill your coconut. <laughs> hey, I hope she was in it. Yeah, <laughs> I would like to mention that Erica Ochoa works with me now, and she. She helped me a lot um, 
uh, with all the painting and finishing all, all those ridiculously screen accurate boxes around my old toolkit. You worked kit. hard. Yeah. It was worth <laughs> it though. It, it came out beautifully. So. Chad? So I only brought, I mean, I brought a bunch of stuff with me, but I didn't bring anything new technically. Um, I brought my blue six, which is my absolute favorite costume ever. And I, I augmented it this year. I added a yes. cape to it. Kate's awesome. <laughs> um, I was I was doing um, sort of random sixth doctor research on on Google as I do every couple of days throughout the entire year, and someone on DeviantArt and I don't know who I don't remember who I need to find it, but somebody had done this like they 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 were watching Classic Who and they felt really bad for some of the doctors that had in their opinion crappy costumes, mainly uh, the third and the sixth and so they went through and did like a redesign and to fix six as it were they had done this long sort of wrist length cape and they took the cape all the way to the ground but I, he looked more like a coachman in my opinion because it was too ridiculous but i looked at it and i thought you know i like accentuating my shoulders and a capelet might do that so i went and got all these fabrics from Joanne's that I liked, dyed all of them blue, hacked them to pieces, and then pieced them back together as this very short, elegant capelet that comes off the shoulders. Um, and it's got cats on it. So it's got two little felt cats on the on the front, and then there's one on the back, and it's all these ugly plaids and stuff that clash horribly. Um, but I, I wasn't going to... Oh, and then as a nod to 13, it's got little rainbow ribbons on the inside. It's got the rainbow trim that the 13th mm. Doctor has, mm -hmm. which you never see because it's so heavy that it doesn't ever move. But um, I was going to wait and premiere the cape today, and I thought, you know what? No. So all day yesterday, I ran around in blue with the cape, and it, it everyone really liked it. Because a lot of people remembered the blue from last year, and then they, they noticed that... I had added a cape and it got a lot of love. Um, and as far as costumes here that I like, that I've seen, I am obsessed, and I was telling Brandon this as we were coming in, I'm obsessed with the, the big Gallifreyan Time Lord robes with those enormous mm. circular collars. There's some that are so well made. Mm. We should and do that next year. We should do that next year. They're just so pretty. And I'm, I'm looking at it, I'm like, there's got to be a way that I could make like a, like a Time Lord bathrobe like that you know that's the exact same ostentatious ridiculous but made out of like terry cloth you look like ian levine <laughs> so uh, chad i'm shocked that you didn't just decide what would six's time lord robe look like well but that's the problem is that brandon Next and i brandon year. and i have a dream <laughs> of doing a series of outfits that are that are takeoffs like he said yesterday well we need to get he he's got swimming trunks made out of the 10th Doctor's fabric. Uh -huh. He's like, you need to patchwork together swing trunks and we can go to the pool as the doctors. And then, then I said, well, what we need is we need onesies. So he needs a striped brown and blue onesie and I need a, a patchwork hideously you, you colored. You said that like two years ago. And I, I, it's because like, yeah. I still want to do it. Yeah. But I look at all the, <laughs> I look at all the Time Lords and they're all in the, the crimsons and the reds and the burgundies and the golds. And I'm like, how great would it be to have all of the doctors in their beautiful crimson Time Lord outfits? And then in walks six with this translated <laughs> so it's still hideous. And then the big collar is a, the giant silhouette of a cat head behind him. Oh. Like, <laughs> just make it awful. But it's just, I, 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 I'm obsessed with pulling focus and I need, I need to stop. I appreciate uh, what, the, what that person on DeviantArt did for the sixth doctor. What's wrong with the third doctor's costume? Yeah. Well, yeah. He looks I, awesome. He does. I, he, with the green velvet and everything and the ruffles and the bow tie, it's lovely. Right? That's three? Yeah. Yes, yeah. yes. Well, he had okay. many other different colors. Yeah, he already had a bunch. Like a wardrobe rather than... Yeah. Well, I mean, the earlier ones 
had more to play with, but um, anyway, that's a side. But yeah, no, I don't. I didn't really. I didn't pay it. You, you act like I pay attention actually, to the other doctors. Actually, the costume <laughs> I've seen that actually Chad made was. I, I don't know if you guys saw Andrew Ilkins walking around as a fourth Doctor Mad Hatter. Yeah, and then we he were had, talking about yeah, that. Yeah, and like little Alice Romana. Oh my God, I died. Yeah, his, his yeah. baby was Alice Romana. I had entirely yeah. too much fun with those. The I will say though, I'm going to give a shout out. The Alice was designed by me, but I didn't build the little baby Alice. Um, Stephanie Schulman, who is currently walking around dressed as a giant bow tie. Um, oh, yeah. yeah she's, great. Oh, I saw that. Yeah, she's the one that, that made the, the baby Alice. But yeah, I had a lot of fun taking all of the fourth Doctor's fabrics and colors and trims and then taking what the, the Mad Hatter looks like and tweaking them and twisting them and piecing it together. And then um, he wanted a brown top hat. And he said, can you make one? And I was like, I'll do you one better. I've got friends that make them. And so I sent him the link and he got this beautiful blue or uh, brown, there you go, brown velvet top hat. He looks so delightful. And what I love about that costume is that if you were to take him and plop him into a normal convention, one that's not Doctor Who, people who have no knowledge of Doctor Who whatsoever would look at it and be like, that is a fantastic Mad Hatter. Like, as a standalone Hatter, it's perfect. Mm -hmm. But then if, you're, if you notice the Whovian yeah. touches, like, you know, Johnny Depp's Hatter has all these ribbons that hang off the side. So when I did the ribbons, they're the colors of his scarf, but as these ribbons. It's marvelous. Huh. It, was, it was a lot of fun to work on. Stefan Reese did something really similar where he did... Uh, Legit Jedi robes, yes. but they're all the tenth Doctor's He's fabric. It's amazing. Yeah, yeah, he was just cool. it was just a, yeah, an hour or so yeah. ago. I saw it. It's so good. Yeah, it's one of my favorites. What about awesome. you, Brandon? Uh, well, I only have this, always. So, <laughs> as far as other costumes go, I didn't bring anything. But um, I, this is my I, this is my first Saturday here, um, ever. Um, is this a big costume day? Usually, yeah. usually, because it was kind of disappointing. I'm not gonna lie. I, I'm, I'm hearing that a lot. Seeing, there wasn't a lot this year, right? I'm, I'm hearing that a lot. Oh, yeah, okay. Yeah. I didn't that know if I missed any. Like, there was no yeah, Cybermen. There's I used not love a lot of taking pictures of Cybermen. There's not a lot of giant and creatures. This yeah. year. That's because yeah. Bob yeah. didn't bring love, them. And that's yeah. my favorite <laughs> thing about this place. It's like, a, it's like a theme park for a doctor to run around and take pictures with these other characters, you know? And I just it's kind of bummed. I was looking for everything, and I just keep running into other doctors. I will say, though, upstairs right now, there is a super vintage classic Cyberman stumbling around bumping into things. And oh, that's Rick Callender. Yes, Is it's moon phenomenal. One? Yeah. Moon base. It's yeah. marvelous. Yeah, and, and he's got wiffle balls down his down his arms and everything. And it's it's the lines and everything on it are so clean. It looks so <laughs> like it just walked off the screen. It's wondrous. But I Absolutely think my favorite wondrous. one is actually the uh, the master family. Do you guys see that the master baby? And the that was an, oh, that was so cute. The <laughs> There's also cute. prisoner zero yeah. family this morning that was oh I saw pretty. that too. Yeah, yeah they oh, were cute too. Yeah, I just the kids are really starting to come up in this place, and I just think it's those are one of my the kids because we're breeding now that little baby had a, a, a stubble <laughs> the drawn on the drawn on master black, stubble yeah. yeah yeah he's just running around the m&m yeah. master i think that, yeah. that's that's pretty saxon good. when he comes back but yeah speaking of the prisoner there's a guy as number six with a giant white balloon as rover i saw that i was baby. wondering what that was about yeah. okay i was like <laughs> yeah his nice. son's carrying the balloon around it's lovely nice nice i just had to give a little shout out to that that's always nice to have a little love there um so, uh, so we have many people here from uh, the Idiot's Lantern Show, which we did again this year um, on the main stage. Great job, everybody. I claps later. Okay. <laughs> I think we're also exhausted. Yeah, yeah. Um, Ow! Sorry, I love you. I'm sorry. Jeez, Louise. Relative. 
Uh, yeah, that, that you know segues nicely into one of the most popular moments of the oh, night. That which is was, true. Which was when Chad oh and Kittredge uh, had a uh, had a bit of a shouting match about whether or not they were going to finish the sketch. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was my favorite moment. That sounds pretty unprofessional to me. <laughs> You're, you're looking at it through the wrong lens. If this, were, if this were Broadway, it would be unprofessional. But as it's Gallifrey, it was spot on and marvelous. Jeez. Well, there it's was more of the personality. Just you two. I've already memorized all this shit. My exact, you get back here. My exact, and then you see Kevin walking off stage. Oh, and I rolled after it. Okay, for those of you listening for some context, the, the skit begins with the sixth doctor, played by myself, pushed on stage by the Ronnie and I'm tied to a rolly chair, okay? So I can swivel in a circle and I can push myself around the stage, but that's about it. And Kevin comes on and he's he's playing 12 and he's come to rescue me, but the the problem is that he's not actually there. He's a hologram. And so that's sort of where it, it spins out. I had not rehearsed with the chair and the chair that I had been rehearsing with was very staunch and very rigid. And so I would pick it up and walk over and slam it down again. And then I get into this swishy, melodic, rolly chair, and it turned into Doctor Who flash dance in my mind. All and, I was, on, and on stage. And on stage. And <laughs> Kevin, I, 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 regardless of what Kevin says, I will continue to take responsibility for what happened because I'm pretty sure it was my fault. But Dude, we, you, I didn't <laughs> say the lines I was supposed to say. Yeah, because you were too busy calling me a curse word under your breath. <laughs> That's not that, your fault. Was that before the forgotten line? The well, line? the brilliance was we made eye contact once and Kevin oh. grinned and turned away from the audience and the audience knew that he was, both of us cracked up a little bit. Mm-hmm. And oh, then the skit continued and I moved over to, I, I did the blocking and Kevin comes over and he starts saying, and this is what kills me, you were saying the correct line. He starts to say the correct yeah. line and then he stops and goes, no, wait, that comes later. And I just, I turned and looked at him. Was it the right line? It was the it correct was the line. It was part of the right line. And, and we had a fail. I've told a lot of people this. We've had, we had a fail safe going in. We, both of us were a little nervous. And I, we were like, look, we know from, the, from this X point in the script till the end, we've got it memorized. So if we, if we cock it up, jump to that point, we'll finish the scene and walk out with our heads held high. We weren't even a full page into the script. And he's, he's like, you know what? I'm going to jump to the big guns. And I swiveled around in the chair and I railed him. And I was like, don't you dare. And my exact words, I think, were, don't do this to me, man. I memorized this Could shit. Could be on a yeah. ribbon or a t-shirt yeah. next yeah. I hope it's on both. <laughs> With a silhouette of six tied to a chair. <laughs> and, and Kevin turns and begins to walk off stage. And I'm like, oh, God. I've done it. I finally pissed him off so much. You didn't piss. He's going to leave me here. You didn't piss me off. And I, start, I pissed me off. And I start rolling after him. I'm like, get, and I said, get your ass back here. We're doing this. <laughs> I was looking for a cue. I went off stage and I was like, what, what do I, what, what's my life? Well, Chad, to be fair, like, you were, you were, just, you were just, slightly to fairly flouncy. <laughs> I, I, I oh, you had like three backup plans already planned. I just <laughs> audibly said, the F word once. <laughs> I said, I'm taking us straight to the fucking end. And I may have mumbled the MF bomb a couple of times. Oh, I was more than mumbled. Because this is the problem. This is the problem. When we finally got back on track and we were rolling with all the proper lines, then I started doing shit just to fuck with you on purpose. <laughs> 
Then I started being a little more over the top. Like there's one, I think Erica's the one that has the photo, but somewhere there's a photo where I turn my back to you and I tilt over and I looked at you upside down and you're standing over me and you're giving me this death glare. And I'm like, I'm like, neener, neener, neener. Yeah, and then Chad, you're like, when you finally get to the last bit, you're like, now we're back on track. (laughs) And we're back on track. But the thing is, that line was later. Because we got to it. Because when I, because I started saying, I could redirect. No, no, that's later. (laughs) (laughs) And then later on, it came to redirect. So I went, no, I can redirect. And I think the audience picked up on that. The part that I, the problem is that I was so... I was so in the in the zone that I don't remember a lot of what happened. I just remember that whatever it was was quite funny and trying there, not to there laugh. There were a lot of sort of uh, Busby Berkeley type <laughs> leg moves going on in that chair. All I had were my feet. So I was like, I'll use my feet in place of my hands. And you created like a performance art. And the main <laughs> reason that I kept screwing up is because what you were doing <laughs> was very, very funny. <laughs> Which is what it was supposed to be. I can only do that when I'm having fun on stage. And I had an absolute blast with everyone. I thought everyone brought their A-game. I thought it was absolutely wondrous. And the fact that we had two actors who don't know anything about Doctor Who coming in and playing the fifth and the seventh Doctor, respectively, were fantastic. No, Tony 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 Lee Lee knows something about Doctor I'm talking about Graham and Ryan. Okay, the eighth... Graham Graham was the eighth Doctor. Uh, The eighth Doctor, respectively. (laughs) (laughs) Tony, Tony was... I was talking to him earlier this morning. He was somewhat red-faced about. It's like my uh, my Scottish. So Scottish accents. You either you either go sort of like a, like a nice brogue or pirate. And I went full pirate. All yeah. <laughs> no, there were moments where he was Barbosa, like he was Captain Barbosa. But it was fun. I loved it. My favorite moment was when in Brandon's sketch. Uh, Planet of the Wobbly Sets. Well, I when, saved the microphone. When the wall went careening <laughs> off stage and took out the microphone. And, and Erica jumped up from the front <laughs> row. I, I literally, like, handed my phone to Mark and I ran and caught the mic and tried to catch Bob's recorder. <laughs> I missed it, but Brad then ran over and caught it. But this was what was yeah. so funny is that like, I'm standing off stage watching this and I watched you do it. Your face was deadpan. <clears throat> No, like there were people who thought it was part of the sketch. Yeah, afterwards, <laughs> afterwards people came up to me and they were like, that was so funny what you did. And that it's like, like, it's no wonder they thought it was intentional yeah. because you were completely nonplussed. You were as cool as a Hindu cow. It like, was phenomenal. Well, I just kept thinking like, I was on a mission. I really was. I was like, let me just put this back up. I'm going to leave these guys blown. I'm going to act like I was over here. You know, because they were in the middle of a, of a scene, you know. That was a really good skit, really by the way. Yeah. <laughs> but it, it kind of showed like how crappy it really was. Yeah. It just like just added to it. it really <laughs> like the walls <laughs> crashing the mics and people. Oh, I love right. the fact the crowd thought it was part of it. Yeah. I mean that show, you know, for shows. Yeah. 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 So it ended up being an intentional mess up that was a real mess up that everyone still thought was an intentional yeah, mess up. Yeah. People thought it was, it was intentional. And, and it was you, in a sketch all about mess ups. Well, and you, you segued into it really nicely with that with that foolish top ten set wobbles. Mm-hmm. You. That video. Was that was right before, it wasn't it? I was like, oh, that was a great lead-in. I think that was a last-minute edition, right? Yeah, no, we had a plan. Oh, really? That was a pretty good lead-in. Everybody was kind of on board and, and laughing at the... Uh, Laughing at the uh, the set wobbles, and so they were primed. The audience was primed and ready for that. Skit. There was one person who came up to me today that was talking about the uh, Kevin and I skit, and said, "You you really did a fantastic send up 
of when when the old <laughs> actors used to forget their lines. Yep, that's what we did. And I, I was just like, Oh, Aubrey yes, did that. That was what was we did. Good too. Like, yeah. so, and I thought that was kind of funny that people <laughs> thought it was intentional. It's like if it was that successful, then I can't yes. believe how many people come, like came up to you today and just to talk about that scene. That was. I met another six doctor yeah. cosplayer today who said, "Are you the one that I keep being mistaken for?" And I said, "What?" <laughs> he was like, "People keep telling me I was great last well, night," and I was like, like, "You were." People were quoting the sketch to you at me, not like, to me, oh, at, at me. The, at they me. would shout it at me as they walked by. I've gotten a few compliments for uh, Masters of Love, you know, today. Uh, one from uh, a guy uh, dressed as Frankenfurter. Um, yeah, he's been around. Yeah. God, what's his name? Ger- Gerald or something, I think it was? Yeah. I think it was Jeremy. I, I met him earlier tonight. Yeah, maybe, yeah. We've well, just been joined by Chad Canoop. Say hello, Chad. Hello, everybody. It's another Chad. Chad wasn't in the show, <laughs> but he is a good friend, and he saw the show. I did see it. We were just talking about uh, line screw-ups and Dr. Email and set screw-ups and wobbly... I love how we're talking about the screw-ups in the show. <laughs> well, okay, let's talk about what went completely right. Like Lauren. Eric's shrink-wrapped... Heart underwear in his that was amazing. in his sketch. Yeah. <laughs> the audience fell over itself. That, that was bit. amazing. That's because Eric is a gift from the gods. Yeah. <laughs> um, like, I'm oh. slightly eccentric, and the camera pans down to a shrink-wrapped batch. Yeah, and, and bunny slippers. Yes. <laughs> Lauren, I, I want to do a shout out for Lauren over here because oh. I think that we need to talk about her for a moment. Oh. Um, her okay. as you, your performances as Missy. When you stumbled on stage with a face full of hair and whipped it back, because I was in I was in the back of the room watching, and um, t- to have all three masters on stage, and then for you to go after her, and it's it was brilliant, it was hysterical, and then you as Mary Poppins, because I screwed up a line, I came in too early, and you had this great moment where we 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 had just run that that whole thing perfectly, and I said the wrong line, and you're standing there, and you just. Didn't but perfect poker face, but your eyes glared for just a split second, like damn you, Chad. And I just was like, oh, I've pissed, I've angered Laura. No, I thought you were wondrous, absolutely oh. wondrous. Your Mary Poppins was was on point. Well, you got a standing ovation when you said, "I am Mary Poppins, you all." Hey, yes. everyone loves good references. That's okay. very true. Yeah. Very very true. That was fun. It was a really fun show. Yeah, Brandon, you talk now. Uh, <laughs> I dragged you here. You should Don't say something. Don't force him to say anything. I forced him to come here, so I want him to. I want him to be involved. Your, your you cadence was on point. No, thank you. Thank it you. was really, really quite uncanny. I, I just—it's the reason I even come to the convention. Honestly, I just love doing the show. I. I don't get to do stage ever, so this is the only once a year fix I get. It's awful. It's an awful lot of fun. You guys write some good, funny shit to do. So did did you did you feel the three set walls were your best co actors in the show? I, oh yeah, man. That's why I wanted to keep running it with. I wanted to get some playback from them because yeah, I thought that was a was a great idea. That's like, my favorite sketch in the whole show. Yeah. When I was well, not only the that, final, the final drafts and like this is. Just so great. Your rose did an amazing straight oh, man great. in that. <laughs> yeah. Dana was yeah. great. Yeah, we Dana talked about so uh, the other two, but yeah, Dana, top notch. Yeah. 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 Dana held that thing together really Dana, well. Dana kept changing. I think she had the craziest changes out of everybody. Every yeah, five seconds, did. I'm looking over. She's in yeah. thro- throwing her new outfit. I'm like, oh my god. Tegan, Rasslin. Yeah. She was she yeah. was ace too. She was, she was ace too. Yeah. Yeah, that was great. So no. Tony Lee, Tony Lee was like, Kevin, I'm gonna make you break on stage. And I was like, dude, uh, I haven't broken in five years. You're not gonna get me to break. Now he didn't. But uh, but he did during rehearsals, <laughs> and it was really really tough because I could see the glint in his eye when he was like, "I got Kev," 
And he was right. He did get me during rehearsals. And then when I was trying to get away from him and I would look to Dana, who as Ace is giving me this optimistic, we're going to do this thing, big open, uh, I can't express it on audio. I'm sorry. But it uh, was very, I can, she was my refuge from the ridiculousness of, uh, of Tony. And that was no refuge at all because it made me laugh as much. Uh, I, I, I will admit, I came close to, uh, to corpsing. I would not have thought uh, that. Where? Uh, the 13 Doctors. Mm. You know, you guys didn't see it because I'm just looking out towards the front, but I forget what it was, but there was something going on behind us where it's just like, oh, God, I'm trying not to smile here. Basically, in this case, I just scowl even more that's that's all you can do is just try to channel it into something else yeah understand that Been there. I, I loved the 13 doctors that was wonderful yeah, that, that, that got rapid. quite a few kudos at our uh, post-mortem panel today. the best uh it was the best it's ever been done because <laughs> well i want it to happen every year just change it but i think that if, uh, every if time a new doctor is added, maybe, but yeah, yeah no need to. It was only it. done one one time previously, right? Yes, yeah, when it was just the eleven doctors right. for the fiftieth. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, it seemed like the audience was admiring it until you had that bit where it was contact, and then what was it? Aubrey stamped on his yeah. foot. Yeah. yeah. And then you all in synchronization <laughs> fell over. Yeah. Yeah. Then they started laughing again, but other they, it was like. It's like watching a crowd watching the Lego Batman movie and thinking it was a, a serious superhero movie. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it kind of is. Yeah. Well, <laughs> there, there's a fan desire to see all those doctors team up, so I understand that, yes, it, ha- it should be funny, but, yes, it also needs to kind of, you know, uh, deliver on that promise. Too, it's, so. it's, like, it's like a curtain call at the end of a show. It's not for the actors. It is for the audience. And this, the, this is an audience of Doctor Who fans, so seeing... All of the doctors uh, together and interacting is, it's a treat. And it's something nobody, let's face it, we're, barring magic or bizarre super science, we're not going to see all of the doctors with their original actors interacting ever. Mm-hmm. So, that you know, cosplay and the shows like, like this is about the closest you're going to get to seeing... Uh, <coughs> Number one, uh, chastise twelve or eleven, and people go with it because you know there's none of that original actor thing. We're all we're all fans playing the part, so th- they they know that they accept it and they're able to enjoy it that way. Yeah. You know, there's something so magical about just like being on the floor at a con like this and like seeing a few doctors like get together, and it's like and then another one gets added, and another one gets added. It's like when you see the full set, it's like this is freaking great. What has been Go, you go first. I was just going to say, I was uh, running around as 12, and Athena was running around as 13. We were running around together, and we found another 13. And it's always fun to get the shot of uh, 12 exasperated, surrounded by 13. <laughs> <laughs> it was interesting, too, when, when, all, when all 13 were on stage. There were a couple people in the audience who were, you know, just grinning from ear to ear because of the moment. But there were a lot of people, too, that you could... It was almost heartwarming, even though we're up there being goofy, sort of, in that scene. When we were all lined up for the photo, you know, doll, there were a couple people who were just like, uh, like anime eyes. They were so happy. It was it was beautiful. Well, you weren't breaking it. You weren't knocking it down. You were kind of saying, this is hilarious, and kind of bringing it up at the same time. Yeah. yeah. I loved when Athena hit the stage last night, when she first came out. Was oh, it, and the, the crowd. 
Lords and Ladies? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. 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 yeah, when she came out, and I, like, I was on stage with her as Missy, and I'm just like, I know the like the reaction wasn't for me, and I'm like, I was still enjoying it so much. Athena as 13 is just a ray of sunshine. She is. And, and when she's in the outfit, she looks so comfy and so cozy and so happy. Yeah. And it's just, it's, it's, I'm so excited for the new Doctor, and I'm so excited to run around with Athena as the new Doctor. <laughs> she's got a great Jody swagger. She, oh, she's it's beautiful. That, it's, it's not, it's not, it's not. You know, Chad swagger. But it's like it's like a uh, a palatable swagger. Well, and it's it's a bit more subtle than anything I could ever bring to the table. But it's just it's so even even when she's not being in character and she's just got her hands in her pockets and she's walking through the convention kind when of, she yeah it reminds me of Pippi Longstocking yeah when yeah. she thinks that no one's watching her and yeah. she's just. Like Tinkerbell, and it's amazing. Yeah, it's wonderful. I like that you referred to her as Jody Swagger when we haven't actually seen Jody Swagger yet. Uh, I've Which I think we're all excited to see. Presumed well, Jody Swagger. You've seen some uh, like set photos of Jody like um, taking pictures with mm. kids who hang oh, out near so the. So sweet. Yeah, and yeah. Yeah, there's a little bit of that glint in Athena's eye there. Well, I she think, just uh, in the show River had a pretty provocative walk. Mm. <laughs> oh my God! Okay, okay, yeah, we covered that. The moment you came on in a red shirt, I was like, he's River. And then when you, that was. When was, you said, hello, sweetie, and the audience oh, shat themselves. Yeah. It was. Yeah. yeah. It, was, it was kind of one of my favorite moments in the show. Yeah. Erica actually whispered. She, she, she leaned over in a stage whisper to me. I'm surprised you didn't even hear it or pick it up on the, on the recording. It's like, that's River. Kevin Kitchens got to be River. <laughs> I knew that. Uh, I enjoyed the script, uh, which I did not write. I didn't have anything to do with it. And I knew I wanted to be River. <laughs> and then I had to sell the idea of kissing <laughs> Athena because uh, I thought that... Brad's I, sitting there and watching. Well, because not only is she married, she's married to someone I like. So it was yeah. a difficult uh, <laughs> Rare, isn't it? Oh, that totally changes things. That's why it's called it acting, man. <laughs> but, uh, but Athena was like, listen, well, we'll, we'll do whatever's funny. Brad and, was uh, glowing when that happened. I saw him on camera. He was just glowing when he did that. He was sure. like, oh... <laughs> now, now Bob, did you uh, did you hear anything about whether or not Stephen Moffat saw you corpsing it up as Stephen Moffat with Travis doing Warren Hardy as as Captain Picard? Captain Picard yeah, Star Trek. That was lovely. Yeah, I, I'm a big fan of that sketch. Brad wrote that one. Um, yeah, uh, as far as far as I can tell. Uh, Moffat did not see the main show from uh, near, near as I can tell. He was too busy drinking. His uh, loss. All right. Yes. His all right. Loss. His loss. However, um, he did stop in for 10 minutes on our Thursday night rehearsal. Um, and <laughs> that that might have been kind of my fault. <laughs> yeah, well, I think, yeah. It was, I think it was a big thing. It was me and Brandon. And and yeah. I think it might have been somebody um, else who um, he's actually um, um, friends um, with. No, but he was, There was one no, person was, who walked up to him and said, excuse me, sir, what are you looking for? And he said, my friend Athena, blah, 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 blah. And oh. I said, the, he, she's in the murdering room. And he's like, where's that? And then okay. the yeah. person who approached him. So that's how you're responsible for him being there. Yeah. The person okay. It's all what? coming together no. now. It's all coming together now. Okay. First of all, the person well, who approached him was me. <laughs> anyway. Bob, um, you look lovely. Had, had he come in when I was doing the Moffat bit from Star Trek press conference, I think I would have died. <laughs> <laughs> Thank God I wasn't. Thank God instead uh, we were doing, I think, the second Doug sketch and part of Dr. Email with these two, but actually doing most of their lines. Um, and that was, that was, and as I understand it from what little he saw, I thought it was funny. But, I mean, all I know is as soon as I saw it, I'm like, do I go up to him? Do I, I, I guess we just keep going. Like, uh, No, you were doing TARDIS Roommate. 
Yeah, that's what I said. Did Doug, you say that? Doug. Yeah, I'm sorry. Doug, one of the Dougs. I'm sorry. Right. <laughs> Doug slash partners roommates. Guys. I'm sorry. Of course. So we were doing course. the 11th Doctor bit, the second Doug sketch, and then we did. Uh, that's the main part. I know he saw, and he probably caught a little of your start of the run through <clears> of Doctor <throat> email before he left. Um, but yes, if he had caught, well, that's the other thing too. So after he leaves and after we wrap, I, and Athena's filming me and yeah, that was him and blah, blah, blah. And she's like, oh, and I told him that there's a really good chance he might come to the show. And I'm just glaring at her. Like I'm, I'm at a good point where I'm not nervous about this show. <laughs> yeah. 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 It just made me really, really nervous. Like, I, I I'm sorry I had it. to remind you about it too. The day. Doug was a really good bit. Um, it, you could tell the audience kind of wanted more like, I was surprised at how much they uh, they were falling over their, themselves every time you mentioned the whiteboard. Oh yeah, my, the whiteboard's one of my favorite. I told gags. him I'm getting him a whiteboard. Like <laughs> every, I guess there's yeah. a big thing that yeah, and I, I wrote a section for every doctor, but I, yeah, and it's funny that yeah, everyone wants to see twelve put the whiteboard back up. So yeah, <laughs> uh, I we went over this on the panel earlier today, so I apologize to everybody who's not hearing this for the first time. But I was not a big fan of the idea of Doug and. Um, <laughs> The sketch that I wrote in retrospect, in retrospect, in uh, in transition, transition, where the twelfth Doctor hands the keys off to the thirteenth Doctor, uh, it was kind of sweet, couple of silly jokes, but I, more often a, more of a sweet uh, thing. This uh, and um, we had it done, and then like a couple of weeks ago, Athena was like, "Hey, when the twelfth Doctor goes in to get his box of things, uh, I know you don't like Doug. What do you think about uh, Doug coming out and handing you the box?" And I was like. Damn it. Mm. That's funny. <laughs> and now and I got to have That was my favorite part. And, and now I got to have Doug in my sketch because yeah. he's because it's great funny. It was good. It was a, it was a pretty it was a good, good call. It was a good, good laugh. Yeah, I'm all for that. I'm all for interconnectivity. I had no problem with it. But I would have respected Kevin if he didn't want it in his sketch because it's mm. his sketch. It's funny. It was funny. I had to admit it. Um, but yes, uh, so and we had a we had a post meet for the first time ever, and I think that was rather fun. And I really enjoyed the panel. I think. Uh, <laughs> Did you have a good crowd? Yeah, we had about twenty. We had to keep, uh, keep getting extra seats. There were yeah. so many. People. Wow. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Possible. I mean, look, it was Ferry a was there. Was like hundreds of people. Yeah, yeah. He was, yeah. He was yes. at the panel, and then he had to run. Yeah, panel. Adam Ferry yeah. was supposed to be on my prop panel uh-huh. at the same time across the hallway, crashed. and he showed up like forty-five minutes late, wearing no shirt and like uh, some sort of Moana. Yep. Yeah, the Maui, Maui, Moana the Maui mashup. There you go. And and all these industry professionals are just glaring at him. Uh, and I'm like, you go on, Adam. Why don't you present your five minutes? <laughs> Um, but uh, Sal, Kath, any any words? I mean, you uh, you saw the show. You were at the panel. Uh, actually, yeah, I really did enjoy the show overall. And not to uh, gear back too much, but I am proud to say that I am one of the few people who will witness the only time in history that someone in an office chair rolled after someone screaming, "I memorized this shit." <laughs> I am happy about that. But overall, you know, a lot of good laughs. I really enjoyed it, and. Uh, I think, like, because I did stop in for a little of the rehearsal the night before, so that kind of did give me a slightly... You weren't there for a little. You were there for the entire thing. No, no, only about the past, like, oh, 45 gosh. minutes or so. But uh, It was charming. I liked it. It did kind of give me a different perspective on that skit, so, like, <laughs> it made, like, when it kind of went off on its own direction, and I kind of knew how it was supposed to go. Yeah, you're one of the few people who've seen it how it's supposed to yeah. go. Yeah, <laughs> it, it actually made it funnier oh, for me, but... What? It went how it was supposed to go. It was hysterical, and that was the point. Mm. Well, Though I do have a criticism. Well, I mean, there's... Kevin, 
What? You know that hello nerds that you had done so gloriously in years past? Kind of felt like you you kind of let the side down this year. It wasn't it wasn't quite as glorious. I'm so sorry. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, stretch goals for next no, year. No, I'm I'm really sorry. Because I I kind of look forward to that I every know. year of you God, man, of I you. Can't say it enough, Brian. I'm so sorry. Raising your hands to the sky and screaming at the top of your lungs. But I didn't this year. Hello, nerds. God, I'm so sorry. You want to do it now? <laughs> do it for me. Good evening, my fellow nerds. Hey. Yeah. Ryan, do you feel satisfied? I feel exceptionally satisfied. Wonderful. It's going to be a while before I can stand up. <laughs> <laughs> Even though we are sitting, we are giving you a standing ovation. That's the third producer's quote this weekend. <laughs> and he oh. falls over. Uh, I didn't fall over, my good man. I was pushed over. <laughs> uh, Chad, do you have anything to add to this? Well, I think... Oh, another Chad. Oh, other oh, Chad. Other Chad. Well, I've, I've seen some versions of this, but I haven't seen it for several years, and I was really impressed. I know there's some talk about different pacing, you know, some of the feedback and everything. But I really liked it that it, it was so intelligent and there were some things that were really touching and compelling, really heartfelt, and some things that were really silly. But the in-references probably play strong to this crowd in particular, but they were intelligent. They, they were well... Uh, Structure like a really good stand-up yeah. act. Yeah. And I think the players really work well <coughs> together, too. Uh, yeah, off we, of each other. Yeah, we, we lost some good people for, for various reasons this year, and uh, but we got some other great people stepping in as we've already been mentioning. Um, but yeah, every everybody uh, really brought a, a great A game, uh, and I'm I'm so glad Tony stepped in where he did, and people here sitting around did a marvelous job. And Chad, you already know you're great, but I'll say it again just to help his ego. Um, <laughs> I actually have something to add if that's okay. Okay. Surprise, now, surprise. yes, I know. Yes, 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 yes. But it's in reference to that. I have to make sure that there is a there is concrete evidence of the following statement somewhere in the world, and I'd like it to be on this recording. Oh boy. Um, I really like performing in front of people. I really like making people laugh. And if at any point during this weekend I overstepped anything and Shut made it... up! You were we, funny! We literally all would tell you. Yeah. All of us would tell you. And you know what? If nobody else would, I fucking there would. There you go. <laughs> okay. I, you know, I was raised Catholic. I have a lot of guilt. I just wanted to make sure that everything is fine. That being said, I think I'm hilarious. And um, this is the... That's enough. Wait, I have something heartfelt, though. Oh, I see. Because I thought you were going to listen to me. Let him talk. First of all, that's the most ridiculous thing I've ever heard. Um, but of course, I was joking. And I would like to hear the rest of what you have to say. Um... I've watched this for 90 minutes. The two of them? Oh, I would pay so much money. Yeah. <laughs> the last, the last year and a half has been extremely bad for me, and I have been in a really bad place, and I desperately needed this weekend. And it wouldn't have been nearly as fun and eye-opening and, and enlightening about what life could be if it hadn't been for everyone in this room and those who are not in this room. And I want to say thank you all so very much for being my friend. Aw. You're welcome. You get the Thank Spirit you, Award this year. That's what you get. Yeah. Thank you for being part of it. Look at that. Thank you for joining us. I'm trying not to cry. Kevin Stop it. Kevin's hugging Chad. Kevin's hugging Chad. No, it's, it's, it's true. I've, um, 
you know, I have a lot of responsibilities at the office, and it was just yes, it's it's ex, it's just Gallifrey one. It's it's lovely to spend a week in preparation and then the week of the convention just doing something silly. It's the world kind of sucks right now, and it's just nice to be silly and get away. Get away. Yeah. I was in the uh, the concert thing uh, in the main uh, the, the music person. Murray, Murray Gold. Murray Gold. Um, uh, it has been a long day, um, but he even said he even said in his panel he said that you know um, there were conversations you know when they were bringing back Doctor Who about what it was going to be and how dark was it going to be and what were they what were they what direction they were going to go with it and he said that the world is already a bad enough place as, as it is that Doctor Who needs to be the reprieve from that and. Once you set foot in the walls of the LAX Marriott, in many regards, that's what it that's what it becomes. Is it becomes that safe haven, that reprieve? Like, we don't have weapons check here because no one has weapons. Think about that. Like, this is that convention. That's how you never really thought about. Yeah, that. there yeah. is. Think yeah. of it. Well, all the stars enjoy coming here because it's small enough that they can enjoy nights at the bar. They can enjoy meeting all the fans. They can enjoy telling jokes and not have to worry about being crushed by the crack. Exactly. And there's a reason. There's 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 reasons for that. Well, and Sean and Robbie spend a lot of time trying to cultivate that. Well, I mean, but it, it goes beyond that, though. It's 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 the soul of the people. Yes. The, it's the soul of the majority of the people. You get bullies wherever you go, but the majority outweighs the, the, the good. The goodness is everywhere. You know. I, I've seen this convention grow from a very small, intimate group into a very large thing. And it's always been interactive. It's always been welcoming. It's always been, no matter how big a name you are or where you're coming from, people are touching each other's lives and connecting. And it's always been a, a place for nostalgia and reaching out and yeah. cleansing. Yeah, yeah, that's true. They managed to keep the spirit alive even when it, yeah, you're right. My earliest Gallifreys was like 500 people, 600 people. Yeah. And yeah, now it's like close to 4,000. Yeah. But it feel, it, in many ways, it feels the same. It feels like, you know. Yeah, I'll go. I'll give you that. Absolutely. Um, I was just going to say, uh, you know, uh, as much as I, I really enjoyed doing the show this year, uh, we were under a, a big crunch with a shorter rehearsal time. And, uh, and then, of course, dealing with, uh, on the night, uh, a, a band that ran over. In, uh, the Velveteen Band? Yeah. Velveteen Band. Yeah. And, you know, so that eroded some of our audience and stuff like that. So, uh, and, and I know there's the, the there was some feedback about length and so forth. And, you know, hindsight's great. And I, I can agree with most of those things. But all said and done, it was a good show. And yeah. I think we delivered. And I, I think we did some really, really good stuff. And I'm really, really proud that we got to present it and people dug it. And, yeah. you know. We all got to contribute in our own ways, whether it's writing or acting or, you know, or watching it. And, or, or watching yeah. it. I had a really good time watching you it. You had guys. so much fun watching. <laughs> <laughs> and as an actor, it was great to go on, you know, when we went on for Whovians. And, you know, in 30 seconds, we knew, I mean, we, we, we had confirmation the crowd is on our side. Yeah. 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 It's, uh, it's always fun opening the show playing across Kevin. And I'm like, because in the middle of it, because we've had a lot of reads of this opening Whovian sketch uh, where it's always almost our sort of State of the Union sketch, really, for the show. <laughs> and, uh, you know, because we had to kind of cover the state of fandom, which mainly covered the fandom reaction to Jodie Whittaker. And I, uh, we've run that sketch, run that sketch. And I've always had moments where I get a little lost. I know I did have one slight flub that you, you, you caught me on, Kevin. Thank you. But other than that, it went really smooth. And when I thought about a third of the way through, I thought, 
this is the best we've ever run this sketch. We're like, this is great. Like, you know, we're really finding good moments here. And boy, you melt that kiss to Tom Baker in the air. I told you, if they if they dig it, I'm going to keep going. Oh, we thought you were going to drop trow. <laughs> we were totally convinced. We were like, he's wearing it. He's wearing the underwear. Uh, it's funny you should yeah, mention that. I felt I, yeah. Yeah. We were yeah. so convinced. We're like, gonna it's going to happen. He's going to do uh, it. Uh, very close to the show. Uh, was it Was it you, Chad? It was me. <laughs> and like, yeah, there was there was talk of actually making the, I mean, it is legit underwear that was made, but for yeah. kids. Yeah. So there was a, there was talk of making an adult, like, just get the, get the image and make adult version for him to actually show well and it was like i didn't even think of going that far i thought you know if we had time to do it i would do it athena and i had talked about just finding a tom baker shirt and because it's the same material and i would just make it into a pair of extremely tight um essentially (laughs) i've got to tell you in my head i was getting ready to say i'd do it I'd do it until I said, you're pushing wanted, me. The audience wanted you to do it. The audience was on your side. Really there is a, a cop-out yeah. in popular entertainment where if a character needs to be in their underwear, you do it in boxers because boxers feel like shorts and then no one is uncomfortable. I say, screw that, and if we do it, we're putting you in a, in a freaking banana hammock. <laughs> you know, and, and, you should have had it hanging out of the box that he handed, uh, that Doug handed the doctors. Oh, yeah. Oh, well, very meta, but yeah. All right, meta. note for next year, Kevin in briefs. <laughs> well, you know, those those pair of briefs, those particular pair of briefs, which are real, which are real, are were so strategy. important that they held pride of place in John Nathan Turner's Doctor Who production office. <laughs> they true. were you can see it in wow. the photos, they were There's above his desk. Yeah. Right. <laughs> All right. Where they Tom used? Baker's face on 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 small boys briefs. All right. <laughs> so I hate having to move on from this conversation, but we have to move on from this conversation. That's a bit TMI. Wow. So, you know, are are you going to honor the legacy or aren't you? Okay. All right. Duly noted. Uh, but anyway, so yeah, to the to the idiots uh, not in this room and in this room. Thank you guys for being part of the show. Yeah. Thank you, man. You're welcome. Thanks is the podcast done or is there more? <laughs> I only asked you guys somewhere you to be. Yeah, he actually okay. I have to drive I have to drive to Ventura Gross. and then drive back tonight. So I'm going to bow out. Um and also I've eaten up enough people's time just in my thirty one years on this planet. So um I just want to say thank you all again and that I'm gonna I'm gonna skedaddle. All right. All right. Thank you, Chad. Thank, Thank you, Chad. Safe drive, Thank you. Chad. And Bob, I will have this sixth uh, Doctor costume back to you when I uh, die. So. Um... <laughs> All right. Great. Well, thank uh, you, Bob Mitch. All right. Well, thank you guys for being a part of the podcast. Yeah. Uh, Chad, Lauren, uh, Josh, Brian, <laughs> Brian, Kevin, Sal, Kath. Uh, another good. Yes, and me, Bob. Uh, another good con. Another good show. Yeah. All right. With that in mind, we'll be back whenever I can get another one of these up to talk costumes and cons here on Costume Station Zero.